Jesus saw glimpses of Jesus through the eyes of children. And they began with the scene of Jesus welcoming the children. And they went all the way to the cross. And this series that we're finishing up today and next week is the power of the cross and the power to deliver us through the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ and bring us into freedom. Today I'm going to look at and ask you to join me. If you have a Bible, you can turn to Mark chapter 10. If you don't, please watch on the screen. We're going to look at two vignettes or two glimpses of Jesus Christ in this brief message. The first is just simply Jesus blesses children. Listen to these verses. Follow along in your Bible or on the screen. People were bringing little children to Jesus to have him touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. And he said to them, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child, will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, and he put his hands on them, and he blessed them. Listen to the progression. Children brought to Jesus Christ. Imagine, think, the creator of these very children, the creator of the universe, and the parents had it right to bring them to the Lord Jesus Christ. The next thing we see, the children and parents are rebuked. They're devalued by the disciples. The disciples meant well. They're probably thinking, hey, this is the Lord. This is the Son of God. He doesn't need to be disturbed by them. But Jesus, with very strong feeling, note the word in the text in verse uh, 14, that Jesus was very indignant. It's a very intense feeling in the original. And he gets so upset and he corrects the disciples. And the next thing you see is Jesus teaching that we are to be childlike. In other words, in order to enter into the kingdom of God, in order to get into heaven, in order to become a child of God, it doesn't doesn't just happen magically. No, no. We have to become like a child. Not childish. Every now and then you'll see a child stomping their feet and demanding their own way. That's not what Jesus means. Jesus means childlike. What is that childlike way? This is what it is. It means a simple trust. It was said by the narrator. They don't understand everything, but they understand that Jesus died for their sins, was buried, and rose again from the grave for their sins. And they understand... And and children, in their childlike way, are receptive. They accept people very easily. They come to a person very easily. And that is the way we are to come to God. Very easily, without pretense, without trying to clean ourselves up and say, am I good enough? No, no. We come in a childlike faith. Total dependence. And the last thing we see in the scene is Jesus blessing children. Can you imagine what that was like? To have the creator of the universe 
calmly place his hand on the head of your child or the shoulder of your child or my child and bless. The word there is to be saying honorable good words. The word for bless is where we get our word eulogy. And where eulogies occur at funerals. And what's a eulogy? It's someone who stands up and says, Uncle Henry was a good man. You don't hear someone stand up at a funeral and say, I'll tell you right now, Uncle Henry was a real jerk. He was an idiot. But we hear people say that sometimes about children. Uh, They just get in the way. And we can treat children in a cursing or avoidance or an ignoring way. And Jesus said honorable, good, affirming, uplifting words. Jesus, friends, was a kid magnet. He was a parent magnet. And sometimes I don't always think of Jesus Christ that way. Now what's some thoughts? How does this Let's get this down to where we live. First of all, parents, adults, teens, whether you have a child or not, whether you're a parent or not, and those of us who are parents and grandparents, are we pointing, taking, influencing our children to the King of Kings, the Savior of the world? Are we taking them to Jesus? Or do we highlight in our children's lives Sports figures first, movie stars first, or singers or dancers first. Too often in our culture and in our own family life, our children might think that we honor or worship someone who's a sports figure, someone who's a movie star or a special singer more than the person of Jesus Christ. And guess what? All of those people, there's nothing wrong with them even of themselves unless unless they're just living absolutely immoral lives. But those people, whoever they are, someone we respect as a sports figure or a movie star, even someone we respect at church, someone like the Sunday school teacher or one of the pastors, every person will let a child down. Everyone. Everyone. There is no perfect parent No perfect figure except one. Jesus Christ will never disappoint a child. Jesus Christ will never fail. Jesus Christ is perfect. And so that's why parents, adults, teenagers, even older children, let's be pointing and taking children and our own children to the Lord Jesus Christ. Secondly, be alert to things in our culture and in our lives that devalue children or parents like the disciples did. I get very concerned when I hear parents in front of their kids say, oh, your dad's an idiot. I remember uh, Deborah on Everyone Loves Raymond saying that every now and then, ah, he's an idiot. And that devalues the father or the mother, if we say it about the mom, right in front of the children. Or sometimes, and we think we need it as a, we mean it as a cutesy expression, but we call our children rugrats. Rug <laughs> you just take that apart. You know, what child wants to be known as a rat? 
I don't. And so we need to be alert to our culture that devalues children. Next, respectfully correct people who are devaluing parents and children. I want to encourage us, no matter who we are, to become a champion of kids and parents. I love the fact that this little sheep that was kneeling down here in front of the stage and said, my teacher doesn't see me, my teacher doesn't call on me, but I know that Jesus thinks I am special. In Jesus' plan for children and parents and people of all ages, there is not one person who is a nobody. Everyone is a somebody. The next thing that I want to encourage you to do is to come to Jesus Christ just the way you are. Now, I know we want to give God our best, and we dress somewhat nicer to come to church, and we clean up. But go back to the day, and it was right over here in the vignette, when Jesus was holding children. I can imagine, remember, children when they're outdoors normally have dirty hands, dirty feet, and grubby little faces. Imagine if one of these children or more than one that Jesus was holding had just had honey and bread. It was very big in those days. And they had sticky hands. And they were rubbing the honey through Jesus' beard and on to his face. It would drive a compulsive person like me crazy. (laughs) But it didn't bother Jesus. You see, we need to help our children remember that we don't have to get all cleaned up to come to Jesus. We can come to him with sticky hands and grubby paws or come to him with warts or broken hearts or hurts or boo-boos, as the one child said. We can come to him with our inconsistency and our sin. In fact... We are to come to Jesus that way. And so I encourage us, come to Jesus just the way we are and bring our children just the way they are. And finally, use words that bless and honor children and parents. Now just one last quick picture. Not only did Jesus bless children, but children blessed Jesus. In John chapter 12, it's actually the scene of Palm Sunday. And today is Palm Sunday. And we see that the next day the great crowd that had come for the feast heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, which means save now. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the king of Israel. And let's see the progression here real quickly. It's a great crowd. They're coming to the feast of the Passover. If you would go back to Luke chapter 2 in the verses in the 40s, we see that the crowds, including Jesus' mother Mary and his stepfather Joseph, went with children. They took Jesus as a child to the feast of the Passover. And so Jerusalem swelled to over 100,000 people in this day or more. And what they were doing is coming to sacrifice the lamb. And they were coming to bring their offerings to the Lord. And in this day, this great crowd that included children 
heard that Jesus was arriving, again, they gathered because they heard he was arriving in Jerusalem. He's a kid magnet. He's a people magnet. He's a parent and adult magnet. And what does the crowd do? They say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They start shouting and waving palm branches. This chant, blessed is the king of Israel, was probably sung and repeated and chanted. And the word for blessed there that included children, get this, children and adults were saying good things about Jesus. They were saying honorable words about Jesus. They were exalting Jesus. Let me ask you this. Do you get more psyched, kids and adults, about sports games, about crafts, about toys, or do you get more psyched about Jesus? I want to encourage us, no matter what our size, little people or big people, to direct our energy, whether we're a family, just an individual person, or a crowd, to direct our energy to Jesus Christ. I want to say, secondly, that in this... um, Where do we take this? What do we do with this? That small things, including small people like children, are important to God, but big crowds are important to God. And Jesus received the blessing. He didn't push it away. Jesus is to be worshipped. Jesus is to be honored. And and it's to be done with freedom. I (laughs) I loved at the end of the song when the kids did this. I was doing it with them in the audience. And I loved that there was sort of this uh, sense of freedom that in this crowd on Palm Sunday, that they could shout, that they could wave palm branches, that there was no pretense, that there was no hesitation. And that's the way God wants us to worship him. That's the way we can and should be in our worship. In palm waving, shouting, uh, free, chanting, honoring to God ways, that's what he wants. And then finally, when you're working with your children, whether you're a parent or not, let's you and I remind them that not only worship and honor and blessing of Jesus happens here in the worship center, in the family life center, but please help your children, and I am to help our children and soon-to-be grandchild, help them use their dance to bless Jesus to use their jump roping to bless Jesus, to use their frisbee throwing and their sports and their crafts and their music and their voice and whatever they do to use it to do and say good things and honor Jesus Christ. And let's help our children not live a schizophrenic life like over in here at church we act and bless this way But over here, sports and crafts and music and dance and jump roping has nothing to do with Jesus. We parents can compartmentalize, and we want to help our children have all things, all things, even when they're eating, about ready to go to sleep, or whether they're dancing. All things are to bless Jesus. Two invitations. With this, I close. Two invitations. First of all, To children and adults, listen carefully. Do you know Christ as your personal Savior? Have you ever asked him to be your Lord and Savior? If not, I invite you, just like Jesus said, come as a child, receive God simply in a simple, 
humble, childlike, full dependence, faith, and trust. Secondly, teens and adults, would you consider serving the Lord Christ in children's ministries? They're going to have, we already have the tables, but they're going to pull the tables away from the wall at the end of this service. And I want to point you to go to those tables and see children and adults and teenagers where you can serve and honor parents and honor children in ministry. Let's pray. Father, would you take these words and these two glimpses, the glimpse of Jesus blessing children and the glimpse of children blessing Jesus, and apply them to our lifestyles, please. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. I think Tom is going to come and do a close.